1: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast, where I bring you the best and brightest from the world of business, marketing, and personal growth to help you harness your inner tenacity and drive your career forward. I have a very special guest today, Evangelina LeClaire, who I admire and respect a ton. She is a coach, a trainer, a facilitator with over 18 years of people ops experience, working closely with executives and senior management at fast-growing companies. Since 2015, she's helped over 15,000. Is that right? 15,000? 15, Geez, 15,000 professionals and companies build careers that fuel life dreams. She's been featured as a top coach on the Muse Go Coach Happen to Your Career and Dream Careers. Finding career fulfillment could be a painful and soul-sucking process. I know. I speak about it firsthand. <laughs> and she's about to make it purposeful, productive, and fun. She has a knack for asking soulful questions, which I respect and inspiring people to take action by leveraging systems and resources that drive results and build relationships. Most of all, she provides a custom tailored approach to help you grow through change and build your dream career. And she knows more than anyone that finding career fulfillment is painful, and she wants to make it as best as possible for you. But most importantly, I respect, Evangelina, your tenacity and hustle. She is the founder and facilitator of the SOS Career Summit for the Job Seeker in Dire Straits, and a couple of months ago, I was invited to join and provide my insights. It was an incredible experience. Um, but before we even got to that point, you know, we had a, a tremendous conversation around career growth and personal journeys, and we were totally aligned with those same goals. What's great about the summit, you know, for me it was a truly fantastic experience um, where I was able to share my insights and experience with a whole new audience. And I received tremendous feedback. For me, that was really you know the most fulfilling. But as well, you know, I had the opportunity through my relationship with Evangelina to connect with other pros like Jill Katz, Kyle Elliott, and Sarah Johnson, who I'm actually recording next, and I can't wait. And I got Kyle and Jill lined up for future episodes. Really excited about that. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a true power of networking. Put yourself out there. And make it happen. And I'm thrilled to have her on the show today. Evangelina, welcome to the podcast.
0: Oh my gosh, Adam, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. You know, I love how you communicate. So I'm excited for uh, being in the hot seat today.
1: You're in the hot seat. So let's start off like why don't you give our tribe um, a little bit of your origin story. Tell us a little bit about you know, where you come from and how you got to where we are today.
0: Okay. Okay. So I am a first generation American and I grew up in a Greek American household. Both my parents immigrated to the country when they were in their teens. So, and they came to New York city. So I am the daughter of a hustler whose mantra for me was, you still working for the man? (laughs) (laughs) When are you going to stop working for the man? So, um, all that set aside, I, I, All my life, I kind of was on this personal journey. It really stemmed at age 13 when there was a little bit of a crisis that I was going through when my parents upgraded, where um, I began to really witness my parents and their hard efforts begin to almost depreciate because they got mentally ill. Mm -hmm. And for me, it really was a wake-up call for me to figure out what am I going to do with my life? What purpose am I going to make on this earth, in my career, in my life, in my overall well-being? And how am I going to drive forward to pursuing that overall wellness? So I went on that journey. I was able to be very fortunate in college to be on a discovery phase. People called it my quarter life crisis. I feel like my quarter life crisis started at age 13. Um, But personally, I was able to come into a program that I was a first time member of called university of dreams, which was all about helping people discover and pursue their dreams. And I ended up working for the company being one of their number, um, a number four employee and help them build a company over 10 years. That sole purpose was to help young people discover and pursue their dreams. That's awesome. Um, right, right. So all these were college students. Um, we were able to help them place intern into to internships and first time jobs around the world. And I was pivotal in that after that program began to slowly uh, I think hit its peak. I was, I gave birth to a child. We, he, I was watching him go through his, personal growth milestones. And I ask myself, well, what's next for me? When you see a child grow so quickly and rapidly and go through the milestones, it's a wake-up call. It was my wake-up call. And that got me into venturing out on my own and building my own business, which is leading me to where I am today with um, what you shared in my background.
1: That's fantastic. I I certainly appreciate that. So let's dig in. Let's dig in here. So in our conversations and a lot of the materials that I see you put out there, you talk a lot about quote closing the cognitive distance in your career, you know, growing from where you are to where you want to be. So where do you see most job seekers fail when it comes to this, and how do you get them to find the place where they want to be? How do you go about that?
0: Okay. So with the first um, question that you asked, I will start by saying either people don't have a clear vision as to where they want to go or their, their internal belief systems and their narrative isn't, uh, aligning them to where they want to go and grow. And, uh, I call it dissonance because even if you have a vision, if your belief system and what the story, the narratives are that you're telling yourself aren't lined up and your attitude, your approach, your behaviors, your thoughts aren't lining up to where you want to go, you feel that internal dissonance. You feel the friction. 100%. It's very hard for and the that, gap to mm-hmm. close until you get those things congruent and aligned.
1: Yeah, and, and that takes people time. I mean, that took me a lot of time personally to, to really align those values. I always had it inside of me, and I never felt it in my career. And it wasn't until I had you know that pivotal failure point that you and I have talked about when I, when I lost my job. And I really had to look de- deep down inside and say, am I enjoying what I'm doing? The answer was no and then take a look deep inside at what my core values are and my purpose and find a career that aligns to it. And that's, and that's really what let me, which led me into recruiting and where I am today to be able to share stories like yourself. So another piece you know, that we talk a little bit about is co-creating a new career narrative. And this is something that I speak to you know, my candidates and I coach them on as well. But for our audience, can you tell us a little bit more about what, what is a career narrative and, and what is the objective of, objective of it? And I think also more importantly, why do I even need that? Isn't that what a resume is for?
0: Right. So I look at a narrative as not only the narrative that you tell others in your professional brand via LinkedIn or your resume or when you're networking or when you're interacting, but that internal narrative as well. And it's important to recognize that. Our thoughts and what we think today will lead us to where we want to be tomorrow. And so the way I look at it is that narrative needs to come from yourself. And you and I, we talk about this. But, um, and, and, and the example that I give is many people will wait till when they get an interview to begin r- figuring out a narrative for that interview. Where I'm like, Let you, let's talk about your narrative now and elicit the vision of where you want to go and ensure that the narrative you're telling yourself now and the thoughts, the behaviors, are gonna get you to that interview. So um, that's Absolutely. really important. It's it's very holistic, my approach and, and, and thought on that.
1: Yeah, and the narrative for me also, you know, personally, and again, what I teach to my candidates as well, the narrative is a check and balance system, ensuring that every step of the process, that you're going back and ensuring that it's hitting your values, it's hitting your career, goals, your aspirations, you know, it's okay to deviate a little bit if you find a role, something that you wasn't even in your, in your, in your line of sight, but it's drawing in your passions, right? So that way you have, you have a check and balance system and you're keeping yourself aligned as you move yourself forward.
0: Right, right. And there's some people, unfortunately, who are in careers where their narrative has been dictated by their environment. And so they feel angst, they feel negativity, they feel all this energy that's misaligned. So then the question becomes. Let's say you can't leave tomorrow, Mm -hmm. but how can we begin to reshape your narrative now and the experiences that you're having now to help you get to where you want to go? So it's about eliciting all of the things that you just described and then finding a way to reframe what they're experiencing in such a way that when the interview comes three months down the line, they already know the narrative they're going to tell to that interviewer.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's about preparation, preparation, preparation. And I tell everybody this as well. I mean, if you go into an interview underprepared, if you think you're going to ace it, if you think you have it all set in your mind, and you go in and you bomb that, there's no worse feeling than walking out and being like, shit, I wish I put the time in. And it's another thing as well, too, when people go in and they think, you know what, I'm really not interested in this job anyway. You know, I'm going to go in, I'm going to take the interview. And then they go in and they realize, oh my God, this was my dream job and I just blew it. But when you have these systems in process, and these tools at your disposal, it's going to reinforce and help you along the way and almost be like a fail safe as a catch all throughout that process.
0: Right. I want to share with you this concept Please. of dissonance for anybody who listens to music, right? Um, when, when, you are, when there's discord with like a, um, a guitar, when you play a note and there's that like. And that's almost like wretched. I don't know. There's a word for it in music and I forget what it is. Discord, right? Or dissonance. Um, Gosh, there's a, it it causes energy that almost makes you not want to listen to that music. So the same thing though, but when you begin to harmonize and align the chords together in a way that is, um, is soothing and soothing the the recruiter the interviewer is going to feel that energy they're going to feel so the point the the goal for me when I work with people is let's 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 get away from the dissonance and let's find the way to harmonize your experience
1: yeah no that, that that's absolutely that's absolutely spot on so talk to us a little bit about the SOS summit what was the impetus for creating it and, and what is the ultimate goal? And let's touch a little bit on 2.0 coming up, which is pretty exciting.
0: Oh, thank you. So the impetus really stemmed from a few things, but uh, it came because I recall in my experience, and I came from the professional development world, I was a part of layoffs. The company wasn't growing. And when I was first laid off, the the What had happened to me was I began to get into crisis mode. And even though I had a vast network of employers, recruiters, career coaches, branding experts that I had been working with for ten years as part of my company, I felt lost and I felt um, I felt very uncertainty of what's next. And the first thing I did was I called a um, attorney. Uh, I actually called my mentor before I called the attorney, but I called my mentor and he gave me um, some advice, and then he referred me to. An attorney, and it really helped me through some of the things that I needed at the time to get through this experience. Which primarily for me was about negotiation and non-competes, because I've been with the company for ten plus years. And All uh, critical to know, mm-hmm. right? So I had thought to myself, "Goodness." Um, years forward, uh, fast forward to most recently when I produced the summit, I thought, "Gosh, what about the people that don't have access?" Like here I was in this position with a vast network and I what felt stuck. So I figured, well, let me leverage what I know and create something that could give access to people who may not have otherwise access, who are in dire straits. So it's one of those, here it is, this is for you, um, you can benefit from it. And especially to accessing these people whom you and I, we both work full time, we're at capacity in many ways, um, and are only so accessible in so many ways. So let's find a way to make ourselves accessible to people.
1: Right, um, and, and so it's, that and was a the, it's, it's scalability as well. I mean, there's a wealth of information out there with experts like ourselves that we want to share. We want people to be empowered in their job search because it, it's a cycle, especially on my side, and 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 I'll call it how it is. I love helping people, I absolutely do it. It's something that came, I didn't, I didn't know how much I loved it until I got into this profession, and at the same time, and, and I'm very transparent in saying this, I love making money as well, and I'm able to combine both pieces. So if I have a candidate who is better empowered to be great in their search, and I'm able to help them land the job, and in turn, I'm able you know, to continue my business and, and make a living off it, it's a, it's a win-win for everybody.
0: Right, right. And I think so that's great. The, Right, so you asked about the 2.0 version, right? Mm-hmm. So I uh, plan to launch these almost like every other, or maybe every other two months just to kind of bring in new energy. And I bring in a new roster and keep that existing roster of HR professionals, recruiters, et cetera. But, um, I have some people on the hook that are pretty big. I'm not going to name them yet. Um, that are also not gonna... even
1: a teaser. You came through as a little teaser.
0: Um, I haven't gotten the things. So, so Scott Barlow from Happen to your career. Um, I and I have to hold on from a few others
1: that I'm on. <laughs> Just the hook pushing you here.
0: Right. But um so the goal is to keep the energy, the content fresh and to continue to create this mass ripple effect that you and I both experienced online when we produced this summit. Like people were talking about this. I got
1: I got to I got to tell you this and you know the responses that I got after, you know, my section aired, I had people reaching out to me from all over the world and I, and I shared a bunch of these with our group. It was incredible. They were like thank you so much for sharing you know you really helped me i found those real actionable tangible piece of advice and for me that was like that was that was all for me that was everything if i right. could help one person their career if i could spark their energy you know people are frustrated and and you mentioned it before they they don't know where to go for advice they don't know where to go for those insights and if you know pros like us could be out there and sharing it uh, and helping people be better then then why not
0: Right. And for you and I, it's all about maximizing our time. And this is like within the context of what would you do within 30 days? And so it was very interesting to hear twenty five coaches, twenty-five experts' opinions. There were a lot of common themes, but there was a lot of different approaches that would work and that you that could work and could be customized to individuals. So
1: yeah. And what I love about it is that time constraint as well. It wasn't just open ended career coaching, it was 30 days because you know when you're out of a job and we've all been there where we're like, shit things happen we get downsized some reason we got let go and it is imperative financially for us to have a job but not just any job so how do you maximize that time and one of the pieces that I loved about this it was broken down into weeks what should you do in week one week two week three week four with those checkpoints making sure that you're hitting those um those milestones to make sure that you're on the right track and I think another piece that we all touched and I know I spoke about it in mind there's also the mindset not about just about the tactical pieces you need and how to connect on LinkedIn and how to network but be mindful of yourself, your own mental and physical well-being, making sure that you're resting, making sure that you're you know, checking in with your body, that you're doing something physical, whether it be yoga or running. But also, I think another key piece as well that we touched on is use that time of not working to also do things outside of work. Spend time with your family. Make sure you're doing your hobbies and your passion, but all staying. But if you follow these tips, you'll have those time. You'll be structured in your career search, and you'll also be able to have that free time as well, which I think a bunch of us hit on. It was awesome.
0: Right, right. That was a common theme that came through and through.
1: Absolutely. So let's switch it up a little bit. Um, If you could give only one piece of advice, one golden piece of advice to job seekers, what would it be?
0: It would be to focus on identifying the existing equity that is already inherent within you in terms of your strengths, your talents, your gifts, your skills. So coming up with a a um, brand equity, like spec sheet of all that's inherent within you. It's a confidence booster and it's something that will, you'll be able to leverage when you begin building your brand.
1: I absolutely love it. And what is the single best piece of advice that you personally have ever received?
0: Oh, um, it was more like a thought provoking question. That's like, cool which was if you were to like die tomorrow, would you be okay with having not done the thing that you are saying you don't have time to do?
1: Wow. That's, um, that's crazy. How do you right. It?
0: Actually, I think I need to reframe that. I, it, 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 but it was one of those questions, like if you were to die tomorrow, would you be okay going on the path that you're, you're on right now, which yeah. was, is eye-opening. And I think it's a question that we often revisit a lot of times in our lives.
1: Yeah. And I think we revisit we, we that a lot. It goes back to those checks and balances going back to what you mentioned earlier, staying on the course with your, your passion am i doing what i do and listen we have goals we have aspirations and we may not reach them but if we're on that trajectory and if we're going in the right direction that's what counts eventually no i i ask people this question a lot what is your north star
0: my north star and i've been actually working through this a lot because i'm really trying to move toward living with my through my bliss um, which I associate with the word North Star, is really bringing forward the concept of faith into conversations that I have with people. And that doesn't mean faith in the religious tec- like text. It means when you are going through a period of uncertainty and challenges, which as an entrepreneur you do, or as a human you do, what is the thing that's going to keep you going on that vision and in pursuing the path that you want to go toward And for me, that's faith. So if I can bring more of those conversations and elicit that with those conversations with uh, people that I serve, I feel very like I'm living my North Star.
1: I absolutely love it. All right, awesome. You ready for rapid fire? Right. All right, rapid fire, here we go. Cover letters, yes or no? Yes. Thank you notes, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Tell me one nickname that someone gave you in your life that you absolutely hate.
0: Oh, um, I have a love hate relationship with it. It really depends on who, but E
1: all right e, we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that all right awesome let me wrap this awesome episode up so folks there's nothing better than when someone takes a chance on you and you show them that it was a great decision and that's what e sorry evangelina did with me when inviting me on the sos summit i am grateful that you welcomed me to share my insights with job seekers as we are both as all of us are here to help to add value to help those job seekers in dire straits no matter what. And you know what? As I mentioned before, it's okay to monetize it as well because our time and our expertise is valuable, and we're looking to scale that, share it, and build our own businesses. Evangelina and other career coaches are here and available to help you get that competitive advantage to be your best in your job search. Folks, this is the practical and tactical advice that you need to harness your inner tenacity to drive your career forward. Stay on top of this. Evangelina. thanks so much for joining me today. I know we're promoting the 2.0 version of the OSL Summit um, for job seekers and dire straits. Where could folks find you? Where could they connect with you? Where could they find out more about the SOS Summit? And don't worry, I'm going to have links uh, when we put this out there.
0: Right. It's careerreadysetrock.com forward slash SOS dash summit. S-U-M-M-I-T.
1: Awesome. And don't worry, I'm going to have all those links on there. Evangeline, thank you so much for coming on board. I can't wait to continue our relationship, continue to build, continue to help people. And everyone listening, thank you again for joining us on the podcast. Please be sure to follow us on all social media channels. Links in the comments. I will post that up there. Subscribe, comment, network. And remember, take your online offline. The magic will happen, I promise you. And catch us next week for more episodes. Take care, everybody.
0: Thanks, Adam.
1: Wisdom is forever, but for us it's time to go. Thank you for joining us. Luckily, we'll be back with our next episode jam-packed with more incredible humans. For more info, please visit www.nhptalentgroup.com.